I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of thirteen children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an alphanus on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call one eight six six No Attacks. That's one eight six 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 two eight eight two two. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Shout out to Key there for definitely a piece of good, maybe a little bit of bad influence growing up. <laughs> what do you mean so, bad influence? But, uh, what the hell? What? What did I do? Maybe got a little mouthy at the ball game. Josh, I got to ask you a question. Are you a huge Keyshawn Johnson fan? I would say huge. I want to throw out a name for huge. I'm a big T.O. guy. <laughs> GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. We got to do it. Got to go to Atlanta to speak with Brandon Leake here in a matter of moments. Co-host of the morning show up there, the locker room. What are they feeling? Honestly. Well, we'll ask them. We'll ask them. Legit reasons to even turn on the game on TV. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can't say that. I'm sure there's somebody that's a Falcon fan over there in Atlanta, right? Anyway, we'll chat with that. Rafael Esparza at 115. Coming up at 205, Ross Jackson, Marlon Favorite at 215, Leo Haggerty at 230, and the graph will be right out of practice at We're looking forward to the weekend. Brandon Lee, 680 The Fan, will join us here momentarily. As the Saints take on the Falcons, New Orleans, a five-point favorite. Five-and-a-half-point favorite. Let's see how uh, that Saints offense finally looks when we get going here. As one of the things that we'll ask Brandon, of course, is really the, the 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 honest sort of feel about what their team could sort of do this year, and we're going to see Drake London or not. Their first round draft pick at receiver, not exactly the way they like to start the season. Marcus Marietta. No, everybody here is concerned about it. We'll see. We'll see. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three is the way to chime in to the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. So we'll have a couple open segments here this hour as well. 
Got a lot of good games on the slate here. At 145, the professor and I will go through some of those games too. I know a lot of people are going to be excited, looking forward to that first NFL week and weekend. So we will see how that goes here. As always, we appreciate the time in you joining us. Yesterday, Alvin Kamara talked a, a handful of topics yesterday about his best training camp yet, being voted a team captain and being able to play over there in Atlanta where he's from and everything. Try not to make too much of a big deal out of it when he's out there. You always ask me that when we play Atlanta. <laughs> I, don't, you, like, I always tell you, like, I don't really, I don't care about going home like, and playing. It's another game, like, the, the opponent is faceless. You know, I mean, the only thing that's different, I get a little sm- uh, smack talk from my people at home, but, you know, like I tell them, I, I, I'll tell y'all what I tell them after the game on Sunday. Alright, there you go. So that's just a little, little taste. Of how he and a couple of other people, Dennis Allen, also member of that city up there in Atlanta. All right, it's time. Yeah. Number of the days. Hi, huh, Brandon Leak. How are you, sir? Good afternoon from 680 The Fan, uh, morning drive co-host of the locker room. You, you ready for this weekend? Are you ready? What do you guys call it? We call it Falcon Hate Week. What do you call this week? Uh, it's called usually Beat the Ain't. Is what oh, we usually on. call it. Who, who isn't ready usually. for Falcons and Saints? The first game of the season, I think it should be a mandate that the Falcons and Saints play the first game of the season and then play <laughs> the final game of the season every year. I don't know if the graph could handle that, Ty Graffanini. I, I don't know if he could <laughs> handle that already. He's already been pacing. You know, I mean, I, look, he, he enjoys going to your city. I, I love it too. My sister-in-law lives there up there in Sandy Springs. I love it. I, I think a lot of Saints fans are going to be there this weekend. Do you get a sense and feeling that Saints fans enjoy coming up there? Yeah. You know, we have a lot of people from New Orleans <laughs> who live in Atlanta and, and your sentiments are exactly how I feel. When I go to New Orleans, it's a fantastic city. The guys are fantastic guys. The women are fantastic women. And I just can't figure out why on two days out of the year, you guys have to put on Saints stuff to mess it all up. Yeah, uh, I hear you, man. How do you look at the rivalry in the time you've covered this team? I, I love it. I, it. It's very college-like, and and I enjoy it. I, I legitimately enjoy it. Even when the fans have a little fun, Cam Jordan, the works and all that, it makes it fun for the fan base, right? No question. I mean, you know, I've grown up here in Atlanta, so I've been in it for a long time, and it is a lot of fun. It's a game that both fan bases get ready for every single time. When you guys come to Atlanta, we load up the buses and the planes and come to New Orleans, and uh, it really is a good time. You know, it's a good, fun bit of trash talk, and because we've been in the division for so many years and uh, we've had so many great battles, they only every single year becomes more intriguing, and this time a little bit more intriguing for the Falcons because we don't know anything about the team we're about to put out on the field Sunday afternoon. That's what I want to get into. Speak with Brandon Leak. You can follow him on Twitter at Hometown B Leak. Morning Drive co-host of the locker room over at 680 The Fan in Atlanta. Let's just start there. Right? What are the expectation levels? What kind of team does the organization think they have this year? Uh, I think they believe they are on solid ground. The problem is they haven't been able to do it the exact way they want it to because they – uh, because of the last regime, are now owners of the worst salary cap dead money in the history of the National Football League. More than $60 million in dead cap money uh, for the Falcons not to go spend money. No team has ever had to deal with that. So with Arthur Smith in his second year, 
they've tried to plug in the gaps with youth on both sides of the ball and trying to figure out where their strength will come. It's clear Arthur Smith would like to go back to his roots in Tennessee, run the football, work the tight ends, but uh, based on what they've had to draft and uh, not the ability to go plug in things with free agency, I think they're going to have to piece this thing together. And I think a lot is going to come down to the young guys they drafted on defense and the play of Marcus Mariota, who really has uh, the complete support of his coach. And hopefully he can find some of the energy and excitement he had when he was a young quarterback coming into the league. Brandon, let's just touch a little bit on him. Because when you speak to Saints players this week, that that is what Demario Davis talks about. Cam Jordan, a couple other players, Marcus Davenport, his ability to move with the legs. Uh, Dennis Allen's asked about the zone read. Or is is that the kind of offense that we can expect to sort of see on Sunday? I think so. I think there'll be a lot of misdirection plays. I'm expecting a lot of bootlegs and a lot of play action passes uh, because the Falcons just don't know. Uh, they made a couple of changes up front to the offensive line. Uh, where Drew Dahlman was replaced uh, by Elijah Wilkinson. And now we have a situation, uh, or, well, we had uh, a change at uh, center where Matt Hennessy was playing center, and Drew Dahlman hasn't worked out, and Elijah Wilkinson will be playing left guard. So um, there are some interesting pieces that you just don't know. The Falcons weren't a very good pass-blocking team last year, allowing 40 sacks. Matt Ryan was roughed up, and now that he's moved on, we don't know what the improvement is going to be. The feet, the wheels, and the athleticism of Marcus Mariota might be an X factor. And I think the only advantage that the Atlanta Falcons really have is that nobody knows anything about Marcus Mariota, about Drake London, their number one pick, uh, about some of the players on defense, because mm-hmm. you just haven't seen these guys play together at all. At home team beat leak is the way to follow Brandon over on Twitter. You just mentioned his name. He's been on the injury report. How, how is Drake London? Are we going to see him on Sunday? You know, go ahead and give him the week off. I mean, that's fine with me. <laughs> you know, I think we will see him. I don't know what his health status is. He did participate in practice this week, but uh, he was injured in the first preseason game. His first pass that he caught for a first down, uh, he runs out of bounds and was rolled up on. And after that, we didn't see him the rest of preseason, and uh, he's been working on it. Uh, Monday, he had a sleeve on his knee, and he did go out and he worked off to the side. Mm. Uh, but I would assume if he's not going to be out, he will be on the field and be targets for Marcus Mariota. But uh, what we saw in training camp leading up to preseason, even on the one play, I know you don't want to judge a guy on one play, but the <laughs> one play we saw, uh, his track speed might not be the wowzers that he brings, but he does have field speed, and at 6'4", and an aggressive target, he could be – an issue if he is able to play significant time against the Saints. What are the reasons, Brandon, I've told people outside of New Orleans to just relax and breathe, even though Sean's left and Drew's left? Is because you have a lot of locker room leaders, a lot, lot of guys that are wearing the C that have been voices. Alan Kamarian just got voted a captain, but Cam's been here and all of that. Matt Ryan not only was a, a solid player for the Falcons, an MVP, as he goes over to Indy, but was he a big voice and a leader on that locker room too? And who kind of fills that void? Yeah, he really was. Uh, you know, the 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 uh, the way it's it's told is that Matt Ryan might not have been the most vocal guy in the world, but that is absolutely not the case. He was a vocal guy, and in the locker room and on the field, and uh, that is something that needs to be addressed because Marcus Mariota, by nature. He is not an alpha, aggressive guy with his mouth. Now, guys rally around guys who are tough guys who make plays and help the team win. So that could be some leadership in and of itself. But you really don't have too much left over from the, you know, Dan Quinn, 
Thomas Dimitrov era, Grady Jarrett, who signed an extension in the offseason, um, you know, is one of those leaders. He will say something. I think he does have the cachet to say something. But offensively, I mean, you, you got a new quarterback. You got yourself uh, Cordero Patterson in his second year. You have Kyle Pitts in his second year. You have Drake London, who's a rookie. There really isn't anyone who's earned the C as of yet. And so we'll see if those things manifest itself on themselves over the course of the season and certainly in game one who tries to come out to show that they are the leader of the team. Two final questions here in the final two and a half minutes with Brandon Leak at Home Team B Leaks. The way to follow him over on Twitter, co-host of the locker room over in 680, the fan in Atlanta. Defensively, look, I'm salivating. I can't wait. I keep trying to tell people it's not going to be a 40 interception season for Jameis. He has receivers, some dude named Alvin Kamara. What's the Falcon defense going to be like this year? Well, you have a lot of young legs and youthfulness. Uh, they drafted a couple of guys, linebacker Troy Anderson. They got uh, an outside linebacker, D'Angelo Malone. Uh, they got some veterans when they got uh, Rashawn Evans from Tennessee, and they picked up uh, former giant Lorenzo Carter, former George Bulldog. So mm-hmm. it's just mashing people together. How you get to Jameis will be interesting because Grady Jarrett and uh, Taquan Graham are going to be some of the big bodies up front. And then – you know, maybe the outside linebacker, their second-round pick, D'Angelo or uh, Arnold Ibukati, uh has high hopes. He is supposed to be somebody who is supposed to be a guy who can get off the edge and create havoc, if not sacks, moving quarterbacks off the spot. So getting to Jameis, and Jameis has, you know, uh, before last year um, and coming to New Orleans, has shown that he can take uh, a lot of pressure and do different things with it. But he also is a guy who fumbles a lot if you get to him, and we'll see if that is – something that plays a part but it looks like he's slimmed down he might be even more a little bit uh, yeah. even more a little bit elusive and it'll be interesting to see what kind of mobile game that James Winston brings into Mercedes-Benz Stadium look I, I like to think that uh I, I know you're looking forward to September 25th maybe you get your first win there against the Seahawks next week you're gonna have an angry Rams team you're not winning on Sunday but I will give you the final word here as we go to break go ahead and give us a reason why you think I and the graph will be furious on Sunday afternoon I will actually see Todd Graffinini in the building and probably before the game starts. So we're going to have great conversation. By the way, you guys have a gym and a play-by-play guy for the Pelicans. I just wanted to give him a shout-out. You guys fantastically get a good listen every single time he's calling one of those games. And also shout-out to Coach Ron Hunter, head coach at Tulane. He had his uh, roots at Georgia State here, and he's still beloved here in the city. I think this is a game where – it comes down to whether or not the Falcons will be able to score touchdowns. They have one of the better special teams guys in Young Way Koo, but I don't think kicking field goals is going to beat the Saints on Sunday. If they get into the red zone, they're going to have to use some of their height and physicality. Kyle Pitts is 6'6". Drake London is 6'4". They picked up Brian Edwards, wide receiver from Las Vegas, who's 6'3". So you have some big targets. If they get down in the red zone, Mari, um, Marcus Mariota is going to have to find a way to convert those into touchdowns. And then the defense, I, because we know nothing, you're just going to have to hold on how Jameis Winston works and Michael Thomas is coming back. Right. That could be an issue. But I think the Falcons can squeak out one like we did in New Orleans, kicking one through the pipes at the horn. I, would, I wouldn't talk to Todd if that happens, by the way. But can you do me a favor? Was it Freddie the Falcon? Is that his name? What was the Falcon mascot Freddie. name? There's yeah. no V. It's Freddie Falcon. Okay, Freddie please Falcon. find a way. I, I I don't know how you do it. Maybe just kind of just you know, you know somehow I need a photo with Graf and the Falcon. He hates mascots, by the way. Just letting you know. 
Yeah, I think uh, his uh, his inability to understand and respect the mascot profession will probably hold that up. But we'll see what we can do. See if we can get that picture oh, for you guys back in New Orleans. Let me tell you something. I'm staring at a space in the wall right now that I would have that absolutely <laughs> framed, Brandon. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend and even the game, sir. Sure, anytime. We look fun to having uh, folks here in New Orleans, and it's always a great time in the stands and at the tailgates. I look forward to talking to you guys down the road. And for sure, Mr. Brandon Leak at home team. The Leak is the way to follow over on Twitter, 680 to fan in the mornings. You can catch him. He co-hosts the locker room. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Anytime. All right, quick break. We come back. Rafael Esparza, Mr. Vegas. We'll go through the slate of NFL games and some of the games in the world of college football that he may like, including one that I think is an absolute lock. We'll do that next on ESPN New Orleans. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592 in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Lakeview Massage Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120 minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre and postnatal, post mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. Water safety tips from Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. Four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Raphael! Mr. Vegas at VSI, Doc Sports, the way to follow, sir, first and foremost. Thank you so much for stopping by early in the week. You caught me in the middle of cutting grass. You made sure I was hydrated, sir, with a beautiful fifth of delicious bourbon. Thank you so much, Raphael. That's, that's what friends are for there. You're welcome. I'm hoping there's just a little drop for maybe Sunday if I'm over there watching it. Oh, uh, we're going to watch Just a little it. drop. Just McQu- a little drop. McQueen is right to the right of me. He's resting comfortably now, saving up his energy to gnaw on your arm the entire game. Looking forward to that. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to give him some bourbon so he leaves me alone. <laughs> All right, let's get to it, man. There's some games I want to get your opinion on. College football slate. They will continue the NFL. So let's fly through these. Alabama, Texas over in Austin. Bama is a 20-point favorite. 11 a.m. over on Fox. Gus Johnson with the call. Do you think Bama wins by more than 20? I don't think they're losing, but can Texas keep it under 20? No. Bama saw what Georgia did to the Ducks, which the Ducks are not that good of a team. They're a rebuilding. I shouldn't say a total rebuild, but they're a totally different team than last year. It's going to be an ugly game. I think Bama wins by like 30. 24th ranked Tennessee at 17th ranked Pittsburgh, 230 ABC. The Vols six-point favorites. And this one's interesting. This one's going to be a hard-fought battle. I think a field goal wins this one, so I'll give me the plus points. And I think it's going to be a defense again. I think this goal stays under. This is one of those, what does Vegas know that I don't know? App State, and I get things I got some respect, 230 ESPN2. At sixth-ranked Texas A&M, the Aggies are only 20-point favorites. Does that seem right or is low to me? Uh, I, th- I think it's too high. This one opened up at 16-and-a-half oh. and got fed all the way up that one. So I, I think App State can, we can keep this game kind of close. This is not a team that you sleep on, Appalachian State. They're a good football team. That's North Carolina. So I w- I'm waiting to see how high this number because this one goes at 330. We might see 20 and a half, maybe even 21. I, w- I want Stanford to get back to where they were, man. Back, back to where they were a-, a while back. But I guess he got to go to luck days, right? I mean, it's been a while since Stanford's been ranked in and kind of looked at as a power out there out west. 630 ABC, 10th ranked USC. They're favored by eight. Do you think this is a bigger game? It is, and I think it's going to be a lot closer. You know, these teams always do hard fall, but I know Stanford's not the, you just said it, not the same team we've seen in the past. Do I miss those days when Tiger Woods is at the sidelines? I do, because I get to laugh at him on TV, not playing golf, just laughing at him in general. But I think USC does win this game. I just going to be a lot hard fall game. I have USC winning by three. Baylor, BYU. This is at BYU, 9-15 on ESPN. Ninth-ranked Baylor, 21st-ranked Cougars. BYU is favored by three. What do you guys in the desert know that I don't? Uh, BYU went to the uh, went to South Florida last week and beat them up badly. Baylor played Albany. So I love what BYU did. They went to Florida in the hot of the summer Played a team that's relevant in college football. I'm not saying they win national champions, but everyone knows USF and beat them handily. What did Baylor do? They're rebuilding. They have a totally different defensive scheme. An offensive line has some questions. They played Albany. I love BYU. It's a hard place to go to BYU and steal a home game with the, with the white shirts and, and the bicycle helmets. Give me the happy Mormons to win this game. And I think a lot of points will be scored. The happy Mormons. Okay. I like that one. I'm calling this one the game of the weekend. 6 p.m. ESPN, 20th ranked Kentucky, 12th ranked Florida in Gainesville. Head coach Billy Napier and now my Gators. Uh, six and a half point favorite. I think they win, but do they win by six and a half? That's a lot of points, man. It's a lot of points. Uh, if Kentucky can run the ball, they couldn't last year uh, against Florida, even though they even though they won, they couldn't run the ball. If they can, then I think it's a lot closer game. For me, you know who I picked in the Final Four, Utah. Utah lost last week. So now I need Florida-style points mm-hmm. for Utah to maybe have a chance if they can win outright. I like Florida to win this game, but I don't cover. I think Florida wins 24-20. to 20. Ooh, four-point win there. Okay, all right, there it is. Let's go to the world of the NFL, sir, and look at some of the scores that we got there, or games, rather, that are coming up. Last night, Bills and Rams. What did you take out of that quickly? Uh, Bills 17, oh, Rams 0-17. Why are we even playing? Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I agree. 49's, uh, 49ers at the Bears. I, th- this, to me, 
I, I like Chicago here. Seven-point favorite for the 49ers. There's apparently a ton of belief in Trey Lance, and I know the Bears aren't good and all this other stuff, but that's a lot of points in the NFL, seven points, much less on the road, huh? It is. I like San Francisco to win by six, but uh, but uh the Bears are hang tough. They're not going to be that bad. They could be up there with the Falcons as one of the worst teams in the league, but I still think they keep this close. Uh, I like San Francisco to win, but the Bears cover. I meant to bring this up to you either Monday or Friday of last week. Last year seemed like the year of the road underdog, or just the road team in the NFL, huh? Yeah, I mean last. I mean last year, home dogs in the NFL were cashing like crazy, and dogs were winning straight up uh, in the NFL, thirty nine percent, which is very rare in the mm-hmm. NFL. I think it was record pace uh, last year, especially in the sports book. So I, I see some dogs barking. On week one. Nick Ben Heisler yesterday said this could be an upset special. The Steelers at the Bengals Cincinnati six and a half point favorite. I hear you. But at the end of the day, it's Mitch Trubisky versus Joe Burrow, man. Give me Joe Burrow. And I do think they win. But here's the question. Is it by six and a half? It's not Mitch Trubisky versus Joe Burrow. It's yes, Joe it Burrow is. versus that Steelers defense. No, and that not. Steelers defense no, is the reason why. They cover this game. I think Cincinnati does win this game, but I like Pittsburgh plus the points. Uh, I think that defense is going to be really good. And I think the offensive line of Pittsburgh is not as bad as people think it is, and mobile quarterbacks will help that offensive oh, line. There we go. You, you know why they consider Mitch Trubisky mobile quarterback? Because he can't throw from the pocket. He's not good. Eagles at the Lions. Philly, four-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Philly, but this Detroit team's going to be much improved than we've seen in the past. But I think Philly wins this one. I loved Hard Knocks. I really honestly did. I, I really did with him. I, I, I'm rooting for this. I would love nothing more, especially since everyone has the Eagles in the Super Bowl, uh, for Detroit to win. That'd be a huge win, man. I didn't watch one second of Hard Knocks. Oh, come but, on. Uh, I, 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 I always root for Detroit because I think the Bears would be the bottom of the barrel uh, in that division. Oof. Patriots and Dolphins. Roy, Miami Dolphins, super fan, the villain himself. Three and a half point favorite over there at Hard Rock Stadium. This Belichick pull off the upset here. Roy, I got nothing but love with you. Fin up, baby. Miami win this game. Oh. New England, I, I don't like their offense. This could be one of the worst offenses in the league, uh, what I've seen on paper. We don't play on paper, but fin up, baby. I like Miami's defense, and they have oh. a lot of weapons. Fin up. Uh, Ravens at the Jets. Are you shocked that statement came out this morning? I guess by practice time was the deadline. No extension or agreement was given or reached between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. He will play. What's interesting, Raphael, is in the statement, and essentially they said they're franchise-tagging him next year. Adam Schefter tweeted they will franchise-tag him at the end of the year. They didn't even say they're going to give him a contract next year. I'm Lamar Jackson. I pulled something at practice today. I'm being serious. If you're already telling me you're going to franchise-tag me next year, dude, I, I don't know, man. I agree with you. I have no idea what's going on at Boston. That's why Pittsburgh could be a sneaky pick to maybe steal this division because Cleveland's got headaches and problems. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, if that, is that offensive line really can prove, can their quarterback stay healthy? That division has a lot of question marks. I think the Ravens do win this one, but I, li- I like the Jets to cover this number. Ooh, Flacco goes back against his old team there. He's the starter. Uh, with the Jets. Jags and Commanders. Washington two and a half point favorite. I'm going Jacksonville on the road. I agree. I like Jacksonville on the road to win straight up. Alright man. This game is even. Browns and Panthers. <clears throat> I, I gotta understand something. All I heard was now that Deshaun Watson's a Cleveland Brown, they're winning the Super Bowl. So if he's not playing, how did all of a sudden that team become 
not good enough to beat a bad Panthers team on the road. Explain that to me. That's why I'm not, I still don't buy the whole Brown thing. Because if you're telling me they're even, what, Baker Mayfield's revenge is coming? I like Carolina this game. I think they're a, a better team than they were last year, if they can stay healthy. I mean, they still have the uh, Anthony Davis of the NFL on that team playing running back. Uh, but I'll take the pick number at home. I just tell me I just need to win the game. Give me Carolina. Colts and Texans. This is in Houston. Indy seven point favorite on a road. Indy's my sleeper in this the whole NFL. I, I still can't believe you can get minus one twenty five, minus one thirty for them to win the division. I like the Colts this way. I think we're gonna see a lot of points this way. I'd like the over forty five and a half. Yeah, they got a solid running back who a lot of people think could be an MVP. I think Matt Ryan is the calming force that they need back there. A guy's gonna make good decisions. And I I mean, who's on Houston's team, dude? Yeah. Lovey Smith and his Santa Claus beard. Um, it is a fantastic beard. Giants and yes. Titans, Tennessee, five and a half point <laughs> favorite. Is this it? The beginning of the end for Daniel Jones and yes. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Uh, both could be at the beginning of the end, but yeah, I like Tennessee. This could be a very long season for the Giants. They might end up last in that division. Green Bay's at Minnesota. Packers a one-and-a-half point favorite. I understand division, on the road, no Adams. I get it. But, man, why? I, I'm seeing a lot of yesterday and today sleeper, I guess, picks of Cousins as an MVP and the Vikings winning this division. I mean, the Saints have nightmares about the Vikings. I like the Vikings uh, 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 in this game. Because Green Bay always has a hard time going to U.S. Bank uh, and stealing a road game. You can get plus points still. I would not be shocked if this one's close to a pick or maybe minus one by kickoff. I like the Vikings. Three more games here, including the Sunday night game. What do you guys know again in the desert? Chiefs and Cardinals. This seems like a high line. KC by six. Yeah, I think Arizona keeps this close. I'm not 100% sold on, on Casey like everyone else is. So I, I like the I like the plus points. Yeah, and I'm not sold on Arizona either, but I think it's way too high. So it would be like around four or five. But if I can get six, probably get six and a half probably uh, later in the day too. So I would wait. All right. We saw one of the favorites in the AFC win big yesterday. The Chargers host the Raiders, three and a half point favorite. The debut of a new coach with Vegas as well. But Let's be honest, Rafael, if the Chargers don't go to the AFC, they're firing their head coach. So, you know, the AFC title game. So th- this is a big game for them. Yeah, we saw what Von Miller did yesterday for Buffalo. He didn't play all the downs when he's in. He was electric. He looked younger. Can Mac be the same for the Chargers when he's in and Bosa and all that? So I like the Chargers defense. I think a lot of points would be scored. I think both quarterbacks have big games. Give me uh, both up. Give me the Chargers. And then finally in the game that makes me feel like I need to go take a shower. Buccaneers and Cowboys. Tampa's two-and-a-half point favorite. Of course, as a Saints fan, you want Tampa to lose. And then if you beat them next week, they're 0-2. So that's that's what you want. But that means having to be happy for the Cowboys, man. I, I like the Cowgirls in this one. My twin brother got, loves Dallas. He's probably happy I said that. But Tom Brady's going through marital issues. He's got a, a bad offensive line. His wide receiver core is not healthy. Uh, I'd rather bet on uh, uh, what would happen first, Tom Brady retires or Tom and Giselle get divorced. I'd rather bet on that, but I like the Cowgirls. Saints and Falcons, final game. New Orleans, five-and-a-half point favorite. I say we're good. You're going to win by more than five-and-a-half. Am I wrong? Uh, I think if the Saints offense comes out and plays like we've heard all day, all year, summer long, boy, he looked really good yes. at practice. At practice. Then I think, then I think the Saints win. If not, <laughs> it's going to be a lot closer game. I might be at your house. 
Yeah. I might have to bring the Dirty Bird jersey just to make your no, skin crawl the whole no. time. Oh, so. you do that. I'm going to throw treats all over you and let McQueen go to town. Well, maybe McQueen won't bite me if I have an Atlanta shirt on. Maybe yeah. I, I'm going to try something different. All right, who am I laying money on? Uh, was it Shemayas? Shemayas versus Diaz? I am scrolling right now because that fight's probably going to be canceled because he missed weight an hour ago. He missed oh. weight by eight pounds. How eight? do you miss weight for eight pounds? Six fighters in this card missed weight. I don't know what's what? going on in Vegas right now. No, that's a broken scale. The, that's a broken scale. I don't, know if the, <laughs> I don't know if the buffet lines were free last <laughs> night or what, but six fighters missed weight no. in the main event. Shemab missed by eight pounds. No, I mean, come on, you gotta, you gotta imagine, especially the UFC press over there is gonna be like, no, no, bring in a new scale, because if not, you're gonna have to cancel the whole night. Chris Barnett, the fighter tomorrow, he's a heavyweight and he missed weight. Something's going wrong over there. <laughs> it's a broken scale. Rafael Esparza, VSI Doc Sports, the way to follow. Thank you so much for your time, bud. <laughs> Take it easy. Have a great weekend. Yeah, for sure. Coming up top of the hour, we'll hear from Ross Jackson as he will give his thoughts as to what to look at against the Saints and Falcons. Uh, Marlon Favor at 215, Leo Haggerty 230, and then the graph at 245. So our three is guest laden. That means between now and the top of the hour, it's phone call laden. If you'd like to join us, 800-998-1003. This is the way to give us a call on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Saints fans, have at it. Let's go. Let's go. First game of the season is Sunday. I need a score. I need a reason why. Give me some predictions. Give me some keys. Let's go. It's a sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more tea times, more play time, more time to do good, more fast time, and more once upon a time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center. Hey, I got a question. You hate bending over to put on your shoes. Wish you could just put them on standing or sitting without ever having to touch them. If so, then I have the shoe for you. Introducing new hands-free Skechers Slip-Ins. Footwear you don't need to touch to put on. That is only from Skechers, the comfort technology company. With new Skechers Slip-Ins, you just step in and off you go. You don't even need to lace up. And these are not your standard slip-on shoes. This is the next level slip-in technology. So it's even easier. How do Skechers slip-ins work? Well, there's a special smooth comfort pillow in the heel that helps your foot slide right into place. And it also keeps your feet secure in heavenly comfort, which means they stay on just like a pair of laced-up sneakers, and you can even put them on with your hands full. What, are you rushing out the door with your kids? No problem. Just step in them and go. Look, we all hate bending over and struggling to put on our dirty old germy shoes, but now just get Skechers slip-ins and never touch your shoes again. Find new hands-free Skechers slip-ins for the whole family at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. I want to tell you a secret everyone should know. Are you listening? When it comes to your body. The greatest gift you can give yourself is knowing your HIV status. Knowing your status allows you to live your life and stay healthy. So follow my lead. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And make HIV testing a part of your routine. It's fast, free, and confidential. Get tested today. You'll be glad you did. Visit cdc.gov forward slash doing it.
if you'd like to sing that when you shut up? He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosted Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Ah, uh, yes. We're going to miss seeing and hearing this from back in the day. No more Marron. At 11 for Atlanta. Ryan backpedaling. Down he goes. Cam Jordan. <laughs> Third sack of the season. I mean, seriously, like how, I mean, it's almost like Matt Ryan needs to present Cam Jordan, huh? Seriously. Most of his sacks coming against the Dirty Birds. Jack, thank you for giving us a call here in the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Happy Friday to you, sir. How are you? Happy Friday, Gus. How you doing? Hey, good. Hey, look, before we get to the football, can you help me with something? Yeah. Uh, the, the queen of the queen of England is, is is causing me to miss soccer on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you could do about that? They canceled EPL because of that. I mean, she's ninety six years old. She's been queen for seven years. Where do I go to sign up for that? I mean, there's no need for mourning. Well, anyway. You know, it is what it is. I guess. I mean, they, I they they shut down Australia, and there's people in Australia going, "Why do we shut down? They shut down Parliament in Australia for fifteen days." Yeah. Well, anyway, on, on the bigger and better things. Okay. Hey, look, I had two predictions: one for Roy, one for the Saints. Oh, okay. I, I think. I think. I know. I think Miami is ten and seven this year. Which would which would still be under the thirteen that Scott and I bet him, uh, you know, for for the season yesterday, and then um, and I think the Saints, I think the Saints are eleven and six. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Gus. I have far less confidence in the Saints prediction than the Dolphin prediction because I mean the Dolphins have to play Buffalo twice; those are guaranteed two losses. Uh, I just think there's a lot of variables in the Saints. I, I don't have as much confidence in them as you do, and I also think there's some teams on their schedule that I'm. I got questions about them too. So, yeah, okay. What, what do you think they're going to do for the season? I I think they're. I think they they get 11 wins. Yeah, I think I think 11 wins. Okay. I, I, I do. And, and look, Peter King had them first in the NFC at 12 and five. So. I think they're better than last year. And I know you're looking at the schedule and, and not you, just in general. You can see the teams they're going to be playing. And I, I, I hear that. But if their defense is close to what they were last year, you know, and I know it's on paper, Jack. I get it. But yeah, on I paper, I mean, my goodness, the receiving core is not even remotely the same. I mean, it's not... It's not even in the same vicinity. It's, 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 it's different. It's better. And I just, I, again, I just, I, I don't see how they're going to struggle to get first downs. And, and I get some of the quarterbacks they'll be facing. I get it. I, and I, I understand that. But at the same time, those teams got to face the Saints offense too. So I, I don't know. I, I just look at it and go, if they are, Winning the division, it'll probably have to be 10, 11 games. If they win the division and it's 10, 11 games or at 12, they're going to be competing for a top spot in the NFC. I just, I mean, again, every prediction that you see from media members, national guys, whatever, the leader in the NFC doesn't have more than 12 wins. So if, let's say you get 10, two more come out of it, you're, you're competing for that top spot. I mean, I, I don't think, like, I looked at that Peter King thing, like, oh, my gosh, this guy's having a hurricane down in the quarter, right? I mean, I it I, I hear you, you know? I mean, I, could, I can see that sort of happening. I think the key, Jack, is this. Start 3-0. You have three teams where you know their opponent, you know the personnel, 
even if Baker's with the Panthers, I, I get that. But those are three teams, I think, stepping on the field, you're either as good, if not better, talent-wise. You see what I'm saying? So if you can get those three wins, I mean, that that's a heck of a start, man. That's a heck of a start at 3-0 and right there. Not only in your division, but again, you understand that opponent. You know most of that personnel in that locker room. It, it should be the three easiest of the wins that you need 10 and 11 to, to do what you want. What I mean by that. Does that make sense? Like right off the bat, there's no, well, I yeah. don't know what they're going to get. Oh, no. So yeah, I mean, it's up to the Saints, man. If they show up, you know, your first home game's Tampa. Go win it. You can't lose Sunday. And then we'll see about this miraculous turnaround Carolina's going to have because of Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's fine, but you know them. So go beat them. I mean, if you can win those three games, man, um, you know, I, let, let's see what happens. I mean, I know it's a tough schedule when you look at it, but Gus, I, I think they, they'll they have to be four, two, five, and one to start the season because yeah. it gets harder after that. It but does. but uh, but look, these, these are the questions I have, and they they have been the whole time. Okay, the offensive line, like we were talking about the other day, Peyton Turner is now third string. All I heard during camp was how he was just running roughshod over the offensive line, mm-hmm. but na- but now he's third string. All right, two of your best defensive players, and keep in mind, I picked them 11-6, and six, so <laughs> two of your best defensive players will be 33 before the season ends, Demario Davis and Cam Jordan. And, and also, I think, I, I love Davenport, but he can't stay healthy. I think if he stays healthy for 14 or 15 games, yeah. I think he's all pro, but but that has to happen. Anyway. It does, no, look, I mean, I, I would definitely say, man, that's almost like a, not, not not even a hit or miss. I mean that that determines I think a lot. If Davenport Turner can develop, you know, and again, great um, Granderson was been playing well there as well. But I mean those those guys rotating fresh legs, things of nature. I, I don't think Peyton Turner's a bust just yet. Um, but Marcus right. Davenport's the same thing. You, you got to stay healthy. I, I I still think Turner can can play well just by some of the things I see. Man, you know, again though, to your point, it's got to translate. You know, it's got to translate onto the field. You would have liked him to have had a few more plays or so in the preseason. I agree with you. It would have been nice to have seen. Well, Gus, thanks. Have a good weekend, man. Yeah, man, you too, man. Appreciate it. 800 998 the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line, if you'd like to chime into the conversation here as well. One of the things that we were listening to during the week and earlier in the week, too, as well, with Michael Thomas. Again, injury reports the same as yesterday. I, I expect him to play. I'd be shocked if he doesn't play on Sunday. And he was asked about, is there a difference, you know, getting ready to start the season now than before and the coaching staff and all that? At the one, at the end of the day, the one thing I learned is that the game does not change. Like, you know, there might be new players that come in. There might be, you know, new coaches, new whatever. The game doesn't change. It's all about creating separation, getting open, making a play, competing, and being physical. And those things I take pride in, those things I work on every day. So I like my chances. And when the ball comes or when my number's called, making that play and just, you know, taking advantage of every opportunity and just being locked in until, like, sky's the limit. I mentioned not just overall feeling when you are around this team that they got that, that, that chip on the shoulder. I know Brian, who's likely my high out west, has just tweeted that it's it's almost like this confidence. This It's not even a swagger. It's just kind of like we just know what we can do. And it's not cockiness. It's confidence. And, and again, I and, and I understand it, it has to be done. I do. I do understand that. 
it has to be done on the field. You got to show it. You got to go win. You got to beat good teams. And I get it. You, you look at the schedule. You know, I mean, everybody's crowning the Vikings. That's your week four opponent. I don't know how good Seattle's going to be. They probably aren't. You got Cincinnati. They went to the Super Bowl last year. You got Arizona. You know, just gave Kyler Murray a big contract, and that was a team that started out 7-0, 8-0, whatever, last year. You got the Raiders. They beat you last year. You got the Ravens. You got Lamar Jackson. You got the Steelers with Kenny Pickett. <laughs> you got the Rams. You got the 49ers. The Bucks. Finally, your bye week. That's a lot of games in a row. Then Atlanta after that bye week. Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. He'll be back then. And then uh, Philadelphia. Right? On New Year's Day. they Everyone anointing them the NFC East champion already. And then you close, I guess, the Panthers. I, I understand it, which is why I say. With that schedule against those teams... If you have 10 or 11 wins, or 12 like Peter King has, against those teams, the Saints are absolutely a contender in the NFC. I just named you playoff teams from last year, teams that people think are going to be in the playoffs this year. You win 10 to 12 of those? You are, like Peter King says, battling for the top spot in the NFC. There's no doubt about it. I mean, who else do, who else do you need to beat? For you to say that they're good or not. It's a dawning schedule with a lot of good teams. A lot of good quarterbacks. You win 10 to 12 of those. You're competing. And you're contending. Quick break. We come back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. We could make it together. The further from here, girl, the better. Is fresh and clean. <laughs> Candida. Just take my hand and I'll lead you. Kick off week one with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code KLRZ to get in on the action. Then you can turn game day into payday all season long. I like the New Orleans Saints to beat the Atlanta Falcons and cover the minus five and a half point spread. In week one, I also like the Philadelphia Eagles to beat and cover against the Detroit Lions. How about the Cincinnati Bengals also to cover the six and a half point spread with the Steelers? Play your way and bet on more than just the final score. Wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards and catches. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code KLRZ. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and over and present in Louisiana. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one 770 stop An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-sized problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will see king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. LA 20-11133. 
Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wuss. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Uh, I just I just learned that we got to beat him, really. Um, you know, uh, obviously the most iconic is uh, Steve Gleason uh, blocking the kick after, after Katrina. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm up to date on that. Uh, but, but outside of that, uh, I understand, like, just in this building that the Saints have been our rivalry, uh, and I approach it that way. Uh, but at the end of the day, our goal is to, to win the football game uh, no matter who we play. Yep, indeed. The rivalry exists. One of the question marks, or I guess one of those things that need to be proven on the field, right, you hear a lot about, left tackle. And that's an understandable thing. Look, after all, the Saints did go and use a first-round pick on Trevor Penning. They do hope and assume that he will push, win, or be the left tackle of the future. I mean, you wouldn't go in the first round and do that if you didn't, right? So, I, I think one of the things that we will see on Sunday is the James Hurst time there. I mean, Penning's not going to be competing for that for a little bit following surgery. James Winston. I, I think James is a superstar. Uh, one, one thing that I'm, I was excited for James is uh, this offseason he had uh, a, a full offseason to focus on left, ta- excuse me, on left tackle uh, last year. Uh, I mean, when I was here, and that was short, he played every position. You know, so uh, his, his vers- versatility is uh, it's amazing uh, what he can do uh, at every position uh, on the offensive line. And if we need him at center, I'm, I'm sure he probably play center. Uh, but uh, I think he's a he's a great teammate. He's a great man, and and I know he works his tail off. So I know he's going to do great. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that you know. Again, it's the team has confidence and faith in him. And again, what he's supposed to say, Gus? I mean, what he's not going to say that he's terrible. Now I'm be running for my life. Although that's kind of what Tom Brady actually did say um, when he was asked about the offensive line, the professor. I, I don't know if you heard that with Tom Brady saying, well, if they don't do your job, people's health are at risk. So, I mean, I, I, you can say it's a joke or not. But, I, man, I, I, I kind of get that sense and feel. I don't know what to expect from Tampa and the Buccaneers this year. I know everyone kind of thinks that they're going to be the same. I just I don't get that vibe or sense at all from the people I talk to on there. But let's take a look at some of the games uh, through the docket here in the NFC. We've done it with Raphael. Obviously, your show Thursday, one of bets with the Professor Nick Harrison over at Boomtown Casino each and every Thursday, 10 to 12. You guys talk a little bit about this. So let's test it a bit. I, I pulled up the word doc. I will keep track of our picks, Nick, and uh, see where we are at the end of the year. You ready to go? Oh, you know what? There we go. Got to plug in, Nick. There we go. Now you can hear me. You ready to go now? Hey, to our picks. There yes, we go. Let's All right, let's this. do it. 49ers and the Bears. San Francisco minus seven. What you got? Uh, I got 49ers covering. All right, you're going with that. I'm going to go Chicago. Why not? 
Steelers okay. at the Bengals. Cincinnati six and a half. Uh, Steelers at the Bengals. I will go Cincy with the six and a half. They cover. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you on there, especially because of your guy, Mitch Trubisky. Um, let's go with the Eagles and the Lions. Philly four and a half point favorite. Can, uh, Coach Campbell get his Lions at home to at least cover? Philly more than covers. Philly overcovers on that one. That, that, that right there is almost my lock of the week. Really? Lions are terrible. Okay. Yeah. No. Lions terrible. <laughs> Lions terrible. Does, does Coach make it in the season? Uh, uh, he'll make it through the, uh, to the end of the season, but mm-hmm. they'll probably fire him at the end if he does, if he's not successful. They're not going to win this game, but they may try to do better than they did last season. This one hurts. Pats. I like man Kim. at the Finns. Miami three and a half point favorite. Nick, what do you got? I got Pats. Oh, really? Give me the Pats and the points. <laughs> you can't do it. Uh... <sighs> I am not. I, I am not. You you know better. I am not picking the Dolphins. I hope he enjoyed that game last night, by the way. What up, Roy? I mean, if I'm looking at it objectively, they don't even know who the offensive coordinator is in New England. That said, Bill may have a surprise or two for two of the greatest offseason quarterback. You know what? I'm with you. I'm going Pats. I'm going Pats. Let's do it. Ravens at Jets. Baltimore, six-and-a-half-point favorite. What's your opinion, man, of them not being able to come to terms on an extension? And then already, per Adam Schefter, telling Lamar they're going to franchise tackle at the end of the year. You know what? I'm I'm him. I felt something at practice today. Yeah. I'm serious. I'm not playing on Sunday. That's why there was no real sense of urgency on the Ravens' part to That's try exactly to sign him right. to an extension because exactly they knew right. they could they could uh, franchise him at the end of the season, and uh he would just make it average. Um By the time he's able to get away from the Ravens, we don't know exactly where he's going to be health wise or as you know what he can do on the mm. field. Uh But he's a former MVP man, so you got to give that man his his credit, his respect. Uh As far as the game is concerned, uh I would, I, yeah, Baltimore covers. Uh, on that one, because much like uh, the Lions, the Jets stink. Okay. They always stink. Joe Flacco can't go back in time, huh? You don't think so? No. All right. All right. No, not at all. Jags at Commanders, Washington, two and a half point favor here. Nick, I'm going Jacksonville with the upset on the road. Oh, I. You know what? I'm rolling with you. Oh, G- give me the give me the Jags and the points. Okay, Browns at the Panthers. This is even. All I heard all off season is with Deshaun Watson there. Super Bowl. This is a Super Bowl. They were just a quarterback away. Miraculously, that's what you heard, right? Why to get rid of Baker Mayfield? They're uh-huh. a quarterback away. Well, what's the what happened then? What's the difference? Like why why are they even facing the guy you got rid of? I I'm lost by this. I'm going Cleveland. Well, I think part of the reason why they're even right now is because they, you know, both teams aren't really all that great. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Browns were looking to possibly try to be there. But, of course, with their quarterback troubles, and we're not going to get into all of that right now, uh, with all they're having to deal with, it's it's crazy. So if you're going to take a straight-up bet on this one, I would straight-up go with the Panthers. Uh, because this is a revenge game for Baker Mayfield, and he's looking to take it out on the Browns, the team that gave up on him. 
Uh, and then he's going to go out and make a million commercials about it. Yes. So, oh, come on. You hated his commercials too. I like those commercials. I never understood. Well, he's got to focus on football. People, he films that in the summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I would go with the Panthers on the money line with that uh, one. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Nick Harrison, Panther fan. Colts at the Texans. India, seven point favorite here. That's a lot. Yeah. And I go with India, uh, and the points. On this one, because I, I give him the cover because, yeah, another okay. terrible. Easy team. enough. Oh, this is another one. Giants at the Titans. Dude, you, you gotta imagine Tannehill is feeling the heat a little bit, huh? Just like, you know, Marietta, everybody's thinking, when's Desmond Ritter, right? And I asked you this yesterday at Francesca, you know, which of those new quarterbacks is gonna get there first? Malik Willis, I, I look, Tennessee's a good team. And they, I, yeah. I don't think they're gonna pull that trigger yet. I, Five and a half, um, I'm going to go five and a half because I don't see the Giants stopping Derrick Henry. You know, Brian Dayball was a fantastic offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, but I don't know how he's going to be as a head coach for the New York Giants. Uh, the Titans are always a strong team, and they want to go into week two strong as they are the team that the Bills are opening at home with on uh-huh. Monday Night Football next week. So I'll pick the Titans to cover. All right, we got four games in two minutes. Packers, gotcha. Vikings, Green Bay. One and a half point favorite. Everybody's telling me the Vikings are this and all of that. Nick, what do you like? The Packers cover on the road. Oh, okay, that's right. I mean, you know, look, I, anybody that shows up to the first day of training camp looking like Nicolas Cage, I gotta pick him. I mean, I got. <laughs> I think honestly, looking like Cameron Poe, baby. Look, and I, I think you know his little message during Saints, you know, training camp. I mean, that that when they met during training camp, calling out those young receivers. I think he's out to prove something. That he can do it mm-hmm. with them. Now look, Adams is a huge loss. The thing is no one's talking about is that Green Bay defense. They invested in it a lot. And if you remember, during that week they practiced with the Saints, they talked about how other than the Saints, the best team's defense may be the Green Bay Packers. And no one's talking about that. So I'm going to go Green Bay as well. Um, Chiefs and Cardinals. This one's interesting. Uh, KC's a six-point favorite, Nick. Hmm. Yeah, you see? that's uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, on the road, on, on, at on the that, road, yeah. But I, I would, I, I've actually got them down to cover uh, for that game as, as well. Okay. I don't see I'm, a whole lot with the Cardinals. Okay, I'm going Arizona. You're going uh, Chiefs, uh, KC with that. Raiders and Chargers got like 30 seconds. Uh, Chargers to cover. Chargers, uh, give me LA as well. Bucks 